5, 5, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1, 1, 1. We have ignition. Strap in. You're listening to God Stories Radio. God Stories Radio. God Stories Radio. Bringing hope and comfort through the Christian testimony. Welcome, everybody, to God Stories Radio. This is Session 56. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Trish. Man, Mikey, uh, there's just so much going on for GSR, I can't contain myself. I can't. It's just uh, it's kind of snowballing. It, it's snowballing, but uh, the first thing is we've been away for like two weeks. And I know. I couldn't wait for this Thursday night oh, to I, get I here. I couldn't wait. Yeah. Not only do we have a whale of a guest, but I just couldn't wait to get back and fellowship with you guys and mm-hmm. be back in gsr studios and the same thing was with real men they took the week off because of the holiday and everything else so there was two weeks for that too so it was oh, a long, that's right yeah we took a, a break from the church right. as well so it was a long two weeks my goodness I'm drying up i'm drying up i need some <laughs> I need some water kind of been out of touch uh mike how's your week been riding the wave oh yeah oh yeah just yeah. Riding the wave, you know, just, you know, looking to God and, you know, first off, I continually ask him, you know, to tell him that, uh, you know, you know what your plans are and GSR, we feel GSR needs a home, you know, the radio bit, you know, uh, I want to get in here somehow and doing something with the radio thing that he told me six years ago, full time and get out of this uh, other thing that he's, where he's got me working and that's all I'm waiting for. Amen. Well, used to be riding the wave was kind of a negative connotation, you know, just kind of an inside joke. It was joke a little bit, thing, but yeah, but it's <laughs> it's coming around. Yeah, it is. <laughs> riding the wave is. You're gonna have to write a book, Mikey, called "Riding the Wave." <laughs> Being that you're an online evangelist. Oh, sure. So. Trish, how's your week been? It's been pretty good. It's been. I don't know. I I always say that it's going to be a great guest when I'm under attack all week, and I've been like. Ooh, it's been it's been a heck, heck of a week with my daughter and all the health stuff and that means just, it's going to be a really good show tonight mm-hmm. that's what i'm thinking so hold on to your hats folks <laughs> well you got that right speaking of which i'm not going to dally any longer oh. i'm going to turn it over to you trish let you introduce our guest and we'll do the shout outs afterwards oh great that's what i was worried about not doing uh, <laughs> yeah fritz tonight we have a special guest it was interesting because I was reading about those recent botched death penalty cases. I saw something about one of the most heinous crimes in Lake County and that it involves small children. And I used to be a guardian at Lightham, so of course that piqued my interest. And, and I read about this story, and God spoke to me and said, reach out to this woman who is a victim in this heinous crime and see if she'll come and give her testimony and i thought really this is like i don't know like two decades ago this article that i came across so i started researching a little more and then i saw that she had turned down oprah winfrey for an interview twice and i thought really god wow (laughs) yeah so but god was like no knock and she will answer and i thought really and then i saw that 
she was a daughter of a pastor or something along those lines. And then I saw that she had married a pastor. And then I saw that she had become a pastor. And I thought, we might have a fleeting chance. (laughs) We have some church up in here. Really? And speaking of pastors, how many we've had in the last 10 sessions? Yeah. I know. He's just been pouring it on. Really? We're so richly blessed. I'm so happy. We have tonight, it's Pastor Dorothy from New Directions Family Worship Center out in Ocala. And I wanted to thank you so much for saying yes to us, because not everybody does. And I know, obviously, you don't always say yes. I was so shocked to hear directly from you when you called me back that day, because I saw you had um, given out statements from through spokespeople and that sort of thing and you were kind of separating yourself from that and i thought we're going to ask her to come on and talk about her past and it's not something she's going to want to delve back into so you know god i'm just going to put it out there so thank you for for coming out and thank you for saying yes thank you thank you for inviting me it's been 21 years now yes 21 years ago, and God is still good. We were preparing for a fifth Sunday fellowship at the church where I was attending 21 years ago, where my mom was the assistant pastor. Well, the night before that service, I remembered that we were all asked to bring, you know, a dish so that we could fellowship after the service and eat with one another. So I had to go to the store that night to get some ingredients that I was missing. As we were leaving the store that night and walking into the parking lot, that's when I was um, approached by a young boy. He had a gun and said for me to get in the car and not say a word, but I had already put my daughters in the car and I was walking around the trunk so I can get in the car myself and that's when I was approached. He had someone with him and my girls and I were driven down this dark road. I was asked to get out of the car after we did stop. I was um, raped by both of the boys and then after the rape took place I was told to go sit on the ground, and when I refused to do that, that's when he got physical, and I remember being pushed on the ground and shot in the left leg. Then I remember him coming really close to me with the gun pointed straight to my head. And at that point, I started fighting, and I'm thinking in my mind, somebody's going to get hurt. Never did I think it would lead to what it did lead to. I guess hours had passed because as far as I know, I was a goner. I I was dead as far as I knew because I didn't even know that I was still in this world. But of course, I didn't know all of the details until after the fact. God did raise me. I walked down a road looking for help. That's the only gunshot that I was aware of at that time. I didn't know where my girls were, so I'm walking, looking for help. I can specifically remember looking for a house that had an outside light, because I felt like that would have been a safe haven. 
So when I did get to the house, I knocked on the door, told them who I was, that I had been raped and shot, and those boys still had my babies. That's all I knew at that time. Then I remember blue lights flashing. The cops came to where I was because the house where I stopped that night did call for help. So the police officers came. I don't remember telling them anything. And when I, I think about how awesome God is, that even though I had no remembrance of telling the officers what I told them. It had to be God because I told them what kind of car I was driving that night. I gave them my mom's name and phone number, all of that information that I didn't even remember telling them. When I woke up in the hospital, I heard my sister's voice, my sister Margaret, who's a nurse. Then I asked her if this was all a dream and mm. she said no. I said, did my babies make it? She said, no. And at that point, she said, all I did was said, mm, mm, mm. I, I didn't cry. I didn't scream out. I, I didn't do anything. But as I look back over this, I just see how God was just preserving me throughout this entire ordeal. After I found out that it wasn't a dream. I finally asked, well, just what happened to my babies? And I was told where they were shot. Uh, they were taken out of the car after everything had happened to me. They were taken out of the car, and then they were just executed like animals, mm. which was very painful. And like I share with people, even though God preserved me and he took a lot of the pain and hurt away from me, it really grieved my heart to think about how my daughters might have been terrified as it was happening because they were still in the back seat of the car. They could hear, they could see. And that hurt for a long, 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 long time. But through all of this, God is so powerful and he is so awesome that he really really will not allow us to go through anything that he's not going to carry us through. So what I've learned through all of this is to just trust God, even in the worst part of your life. I know this would be any mother's nightmare to lose a child, let alone to lose all of your children at one time because those girls were all I had. Oh my goodness. Three years wow. prior so to So you losing. were widowed with two kids. Yes. And then this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, remind he me. He spared you though. He spared me for a reason. To be here. How about that? To be here. To share. Amen, Pastor To Dorothy. share. To share the goodness of the Lord. 
It's all God. That's what I tell people. It's, it's all God. And then when you look at the Word of God, and when we pray the prayer that the Lord taught His disciples, that part that says, forgive us our debts as mm-hmm. we forgive our debtors. And how could I expect to be forgiven of my wrongdoings mm-hmm. if I don't forgive others? So that played a, a very important part in my life. And plus, God just really took any kind of hatred, any kind of animosity. He he took all of that away from me. And as I've often said, God performed his own surgery in my life. Mm-hmm. He really took all that away. I I didn't hate them. I still don't. I forgiving them wasn't even an option. Right. Um, Because Matthew goes a little further, Matthew 15. Yes. If you don't forgive, then he won't forgive you. Exactly. Exactly. While I was in the hospital, I understand he came to visit while Margaret was there. And because Margaret didn't know him, she wouldn't let him in the room. Um, But he prayed from the outside. Mm. I understand he came back a second time when Margaret wasn't there and my mom was there and I believe she let him in. (laughs) And it started from there. He's a Christian counselor. He felt as though um, he had a word for me. And we finally met. I believe it was in March or April of, of 93. It was really, it was really refreshing um, because this was a man that I'd never seen before, was a stranger, to say things to me that usually your loved ones would only say to try to make you feel better, you know. But he gave me the word of God. He asked me questions like, well, what could you have done? What could you have done? And when I thought about it, I was like, you know, I really couldn't have done anything differently because the way Pastor Brockington put it was you gave your life for them, but God spared me. But yes, I I went through what I went through because I was told if you do what I tell you to do, nobody is going to get hurt. And I believe that. that. I believe that. And when I saw that it wasn't going that way, then I tried to fight. But I still, I was still fighting, you know. And again, do I did what I did to protect the girls. So when he asked me, "What could I have done differently?" You gave your life for them. And that was a a healing point for me and him giving me the word of God. I believe he came from Psalms 139, just reassuring that, you know, God is with me. Where can can you go that he's not with you, you know? So that first session really lift my ego, my self-esteem. I shouldn't say ego, but my self-esteem because I really, 
I, I really felt low. I felt ugly. I felt just, I don't know why he spared my life. If anybody should have died that night, it should have been me. The girls' lives should have been spared. So all of these kind of thoughts were going on in my mind. But after the first session, I really started to see things differently. And we've been going forward ever since. And you, yes. you guys have been married how long now? 20 years now. 20 years. Yes. And you have this beautiful son. Yes, we do. Joshua Caleb. And tell us about now what you guys are doing with um, New Direction. Well, um, I, Hugh, I call him Brock, he has been in the ministry for, for a long time. He was pastoring, not when I met him, because he was in search, I believe, of a, of a different church. Once we got married, he was pastoring a church in the Wearsdale area for 10 years. And like he likes to say he got tired of traditional things, and he heard from the Lord to move forward. So we uh, started the church, New Directions Family Worship Center. It's been going on now for about eight years, I believe. Oh, wow. Right, Brock? About eight years. And we don't have a large ministry as far as live bodies are concerned. But the ministry is powerful because we're we're teaching the Word of God. We're all about souls growing spiritually. And when the time comes for the numbers to get larger, then we feel as though God is just uh, preparing us so that we'll be ready Amen. when the walls expand. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we're just excited about you know, um, being vessels fit for the master's use. Amen. Pastor Dorothy, can yes. I ask you a question? Sure. It's not often that I'm speechless. Mm-hmm. You know, just listening to the story, I'm picking my jaw up off the floor. Mm-hmm. This show, we kind of wrap around people's testimonies and what their defining moment is, so to speak, you know, with like when God got your attention, like the baseball bat over the head or kicking the stool out from under you, whatever you want to call it. At some point, there was a pivotal point in your life where God got your attention. Where we picked up the story, obviously, you were already saved. Yes. But for a listener out there that might be grieving or dealing with some hardship or some painful times, or what was your growth process to reach that point of just the peace that passeth all understanding, where you you got to the point of forgiveness. And, and um, I'm just at awe at that. You know, did you go through an angry point? I mean, did you and, and the father just have it out? No, the father and I did not have it out over this. Um, like I said, he, he, when I say he took all that away from me, I promise you, he did. Amen. I promise you he did. Um, I, I, I never felt angry. The worst that I was feeling was thinking about how my girls must have suffered, how they must have been terrified. But as far yes, as I hating and only being angry, um, I, did, I didn't have it out with God about that. Mind you, I lost my husband three years prior 
Now, there were some moments that I felt angry, but not with God, with my husband, because it appears as though he didn't try to fight this. And you would have to know my husband. He was a real wimp when it came to pain, just a real baby, for real, <laughs> for real. He'd get a little scratched. Oh, dear, I, gotta cuddle my I think baby. a lot of men are in that class. Okay, all right. So, you know. I wasn't going to do that. Lewis got sick that particular night, and I offered to take him to the emergency room. He said, yes, he wanted to go. But he didn't fight this. He didn't complain a lot. So when I lost him to pneumococcal meningitis, he was declared brain dead. I was angry that he didn't fight. I, I couldn't understand that. I, I wasn't prepared for that. And and every day I, on my lunch break, I would, would go to the gravesite and, and just talk why didn't you fight why 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 didn't you you know say more than what you said so during that time I I did a lot of grieving I did a lot of crying um here I was a a single mom with with two little girls Jasmine was 10 months old when Lewis died Jamelia had just turned four so you know I could see the blessings of the Lord in, in this you know, because, um, for instance, Lewis had a truck um, and I was driving a car. Well, when my car broke down, it was like the truck was there for me to drive. And, and I'm thinking, Lord, if while I'm crying, I'm like, Lord, I thank you that I have a vehicle. But I, I, I'm, I, you know, I don't like being alone like this but I thank you that you're still making a way so even in the midst I could see the Lord's hand working things out on my behalf so when when I lost the girls I, I knew not to get angry again it wasn't an option I looked at the fact that God is too wise to make a mistake Amen. and I perhaps he was um, saving the girls from something that would have happened in the future. You know, I was thinking, I'm just trying to, or them you know, having to live yes, the rest you know, of their lives. I thought about that too, and then I was like, "Well, Lord, you could have taken that away from them, just like you took it away from me." So I don't know why things happen the way that they happen. I may never know. You know, a song say, we'll understand yeah. it better by and by. Yep, his Maybe ways I are not will. our ways. Maybe yep. I won't. But, you know, I had to come to grips with accepting what had happened. Right. I, I can't change anything. But you Just will see them again. It. That gives see. me comfort mm -hmm. to know You'll that see I babies. will see them again. I so appreciate you sharing that and answering my question like that because I, I just feel really heavy in my spirit tonight that somebody out there needed to hear what you just said. Absolutely. Someone or someone's. I mean, we're in over 34 countries, and I just wow. feel somebody is listening right this second that is dealing with was grieving or, or dealing with some pain that needed to hear that. Thank you so much, Pastor Dorothy. You're so welcome. Now, if they want to get in touch with you, if people want to get in touch with you, can you give us your um, address and information? Uh, yes. We, Gmail, by way of Gmail, it's Dorothy 
hugh at gmail.com. Post Office Box 1998. That's Umatilla, U-M-A-T-I-L-L-A, zip 32784. And uh, talk about the church ministry just briefly yeah, again and uh, where you're located. We're the, and we're the, the uh, GSR is the shameless plug uh, place. <laughs> so just plug away. Plug away. Okay. The name of the church is New Directions Family Worship Center. The physical address is 11075 Southeast Maricamp Road, Ocala, Florida, 34472. Our church phone number is 352-680-0124. You're right. welcome to come anytime. Yes, every go Sunday visit morning. Man, I just 11 love o'clock. that. I love the, <laughs> 11 o'clock. I love the title of the church. Yes. New Directions. New Directions. I like that. So, Pastor Dorothy, who do you have with you tonight? I have my handsome husband, the Reverend Dr. Hugh Frazier Brockington II, and my extremely handsome son, Joshua Caleb Rockington. Yes, they are. They're some good-looking <laughs> brothers. I'm telling you, I, yes, when they, they walked are. in here, I was a little intimidated. <laughs> but it's nice to look eye to eye to somebody. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Thanks so, so much for coming. And uh, Trish, you got some shout-outs? Yeah, I wanted to give some shout-outs. We have some um, listeners out in Thailand, also in Ecuador and France. And then also I wanted to give a special shout-out and thank you to um, Sarah of Two Loaves, One Fish Ministries. She hit the Donate button and partnered with us to underwrite this program. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can always send us a gmail at godstoriesradio at gmail.com you can also follow us on facebook and twitter at godstoriesradio oh poor mike he didn't get to say his line oh they can tweet us <laughs> you tweet <laughs> you deprived mikey of his line <laughs> so and also www.godstoriesradio.com and you'll get to hear pastor dorothy's testimony we'll we'll and be there she also has a book it's called oh yeah unbroken Unbroken. Did you bring some with you, Pastor Dorothy? I believe I have some in the oh, trunk. If my husband didn't take them out, you can't leave until I get one. Okay, you better the, autograph it too. It's okay. the Dorothy Lewis story. Yes, and it's unbroken. And I think can you find it on Amazon.com? I believe you can. I think you you can order it directly from. Us. Oh, you can order directly from from Miss uh, Dorothy. Yes. You can send an email to Dorothy Hugh, H-U-G-H, at gmail.com. Her book is Unbroken. It's fourteen ninety nine, and it's the Dorothy Lewis story. Amen. That's fantastic. And she'll, <laughs> let us know. She'll autograph it for you. So Absolutely. Be, or you can get wonderful. a hold of us here at uh, God Stories Radio at Gmail. Yes. And if you can't remember their yeah, address, we will get in touch with them for you. And uh, The holidays are coming. It would make yes. a great gift. I mean, what better way to have some give someone some inspiration than to I have a story like that. I think we should get a like few uh, for when people hit the donate button. We could send yeah, them one. Really? What do you oh, think? Cool. Yes, we have a donate button. Yes, we do. <laughs> looking for a home. Uh, yes, GSR is looking for a home. All right. And, they, and this just popped into my head, and Uh-oh. you don't have to answer it if you don't. Why did you turn down Oprah twice? Oh. The very first time she called was before I got on the witness stand 
Oh, okay. So that it makes was sense. bad that makes timing. Sense. Yep. It was bad timing. The second time somebody called from her show was the night of the execution. Oh. oh. So it, the timing was wrong. <laughs> and that was all a God thing. Yes, uh, sir. <laughs> we are absolutely honored. Yes, we that are. The timing was right, and you said yes to us. Thank and you. I know Thank you so much. Thank you for asking. Someone or someone's out there. Oh, I'm sure there is. Mikey and I. <laughs> say that needed to hear what you had to say just can't thank you enough so So that was session 56 that was session 56 wow wow you can catch us on the gmail once again uh, god stories radio at gmail you know drop us a line twit us twit us hit us up on facebook there's so many uh ways that you can get in contact with us let us hear from you if you're from one of the countries, help us put a face or a name to the country. That'd be great. We'd love to hear from you. And if you were blessed by Pastor Dorothy's testimony and how couldn't you be? Let us know. Let us know, please. Yes. So We love each and every one of you. And uh, thank you for spending the last uh, 40 minutes with us. And that wraps it up for Session 56. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Trish. God bless. God bless. God will take care of you Beneath His wings of love abide God will take care